0: nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I'm Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain, I'm David Crockett. I'm Lee Coming to you from the Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Makers Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread America. guys real quick today is Friday July 28 2023 and I'm doing what we call in the business stealing shamelessly from other podcasts but anyway i not feeling quite that well today I know I can mask it by my voice and everything and I get that but I'm working on some some things that hopefully will be able to take this show to the next level so I'm going to, what I'm doing today is I'm going to call, I'm doing this, what is, this is going to be called is Flashback Friday. I'm stealing this from another show, Macroaggressions with Charlie Robinson. Um, he does it every Friday. I'm going to bring you a show from two years ago, okay, and it's about the new Great Depression or what I call the new Great Depression. And it's interesting, if you listen to the show, if you haven't listened to this show, this is from August of 21, so it's almost two years old, uh, I, I encourage you to listen to this. Uh, this would be a way for newer listeners to, to listen to some of my older shows that I did way back when and get caught up with where we're at now. So, uh, the reason I'm doing this is because I have a lot of things I'm working on right now behind the scenes. Um, working on some deals. Hopefully I'll have some good news next week when I come back with you guys on Monday. So hopefully, uh, things work out for the best, uh, the booker, my, uh, <laughs> I like to call him the European correspondent that we have to the show. Mr. Eric has really uh, set some things up for us, and hopefully, everything comes to fruition. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to speak out of school until it happens. So, keep your fingers crossed, and hopefully, things will work out for the best. So, in the meantime, I'm going to give you this show, uh, but please, I want to touch a couple things, guys. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please make sure you're following the show, you subscribe. And then make sure you're sharing this with your friends. And then furthermore, guys, make sure you visit the DTOM store. That's right. We have a store. We have merch. We have t-shirts. I'm going to be working on a new t-shirt this weekend. The Obama death cult (laughs) t-shirt. And uh, so I want to get some graphics together. I got got a lot of stuff going on. I kind of had a shitty day at work today. And uh, I'm trying to work on other deals. And I'm trying to do this. And then I need to get to sleep. So... Yeah, Flashback Friday, guys. Please check out the DTOM store if you want to support the show. Check us out on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker at Don't Tread on America. On Twitter at DTOM1775. And if you want to follow me personally, it's PCGC1775. underscore and then uh, if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at don'treadonamerica.com. From all of those locations, you can access the DTOM store. Also, whatever podcast app you're listening to, there will be a link to the DTOM store. Check that out. Check out the shirts, the stickers, the barwares, the, the shorts, the tank tops, whatever else I got in there. Check it out. And uh, if you feel so inclined to help a brother out, please do so. And with that being said, guys, you have a great day day a great weekend i'll be back here monday with a with a live show or you know a current show <laughs> and hopefully hopefully things happen over the weekend and i'll have some good news for you on monday and uh just keep your fingers crossed guys keep your fingers crossed with that being said guys here is the show well here is the show the new great depression uh, i think it was august 29th of 2021 show number 46 so, uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. And I'll talk to you again on Monday. Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we Put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, guys, how's it going today? It is Sunday, August 29, 2021, and it is me, Don with you here today on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Had a very uh, busy day today so far. I know it's uh, still early in the day, but I've uh, accomplished a lot of things today. Uh, Spent a good two and a half hours at the gym, and um, then did a little yard work, and uh, ate a little lunch, and now uh, I'm here with you guys. So, uh, Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) Anyway, uh, on a serious note, um, there is a lot of things going on today and there's a lot of things I could bitch about and complain about as far as uh, Joseph R. McGillicuddy, dipshit McGee as we like to refer to him here on the show. Um, But I did actually have a subject today I wanted to um, talk about. I think what I'm going to do as far as the Afghanistan stuff that is going on, um, I'm just going to hold off. On commenting on that, uh, obviously a lot of people are talking about it. And you can't turn on a news uh, channel without um, someone uh, talking about it. So we'll uh, we'll we'll re, you know refrain from uh, from that for now. I want to wait and see what else comes about. Uh, I think there's a lot more to this story to be wrote. So we'll just hold off. On uh, comments on our end, and, and see, you know, because a lot of people call for his his uh, resignations, uh, 25th amendments, uh, impeachments. I can tell you right now, I don't see any of that happening anytime soon. I think of of the three options, the the most likely option would be for him to uh, for them to uh, do the 25th amendment. I don't see him resigning. And I damn sure don't see them impeaching him. And the thing is, is the folks, the people that are calling for his, you know, whatever, ousting uh, as president, um, I'm telling you right now, I don't know that Kamala is any better. Um, You think Joe's a puppet? She's equally as bad, if not worse, in that sense. Um, I mean, the only differences between the two of them, I would say, would be that she's not going to be... as absent-minded dementia-ridden type, you know, thing when she's uh when she's looking you right in the eyes and and fucking you. And then and then if she goes away, who's next? Nancy? So <laughs> anyway, I don't want to really uh, focus on that. Uh we, that'll be what we'll talk about on Wednesday more than likely. I'm sure we'll have a lot more information over the next couple days on that. And uh you'll get me for 45 minutes an hour of uh Afghanistan bitch fest how's that sound what I wanted to go to go into today was what I feel is coming um and by that I mean the okay so we're in the middle or middle to the end of this pandemic whatever you want to call it and um What's next? What's to come? So, I started doing some research. Me and Chris were talking the other day about, uh, you know, what's going on. And uh, so, without going into a long diatribe and history lesson, I'm just going to kind of give you the Cliff Notes version of what happened in history and what I feel is yet to come. In our current uh, state of affairs. So. Many of you all know. And have heard about this. Ever since the COVID crap had started. You know a year and a half ago. <coughs> excuse me. That. Um, about the Spanish flu. Okay. I never really knew much about the Spanish flu. I never even had really heard about it. You know growing up in history. You never really. You know heard about it. But oddly enough. So it was 1918. Is when when that uh, came about. Uh, why it was called the Spanish flu, I don't know. I guess they're saying it originated in Kansas on a pig farm. So, um, and then say what you want about Corona. It was, you know, made in a lab in China. It was from a bat. It was from whatever. Who that? It's not. It's irrelevant. It, the the two things: the Spanish flu coming from a pig or coming from wherever, and Corona coming from China from a lab from a wet market wherever it's it's irrelevant it's it's inconsequential what i'm trying to get to my point being is this so in 1918 you had the spanish flu much like corona it spread through the nation it spread through the world and a lot of the things that we're doing now they did then and what i mean by that is social distancing masks uh closing down uh cities you know uh I read an article where in New York back then they actually staggered businesses. So did, certain businesses were open certain times of the day and they did that to cause to keep the um subways, you know, empty relatively speaking compared to what they were. Um you know, they well, oddly enough they didn't do that now, but you know. Um but it was much of the same playbook, I guess, so to speak. Where they did um, a lot of things we're bitching about today as far as the mask and whatnot um, <clears throat> I actually couldn't find anything about vaccines I guess they had tried different different uh, medical or uh, you know you're talking a hundred years ago so they did different what they the technology they had I guess is a good way to say it they did what they could do and uh, ideally it was it was Basically, the way it got ended was by uh, <clears throat> herd immunity, essentially. <clears throat> Excuse me. I dog. You know, I got... was fine. You know, I mowed today. So, of course, now I'm going to have a little phlegm going on here. But anyway. <laughs> so, after the Spanish flu kind of dissipated, you had the 1920s. Okay, so 1920, 21 um it was referred to as the roaring 20s so if you ever look at clips online and you if you just were to google um the roaring 20s you'll see videos of you know the people dancing there at jazz clubs they're you know they're having a great old time and it and it what it what it was was the beginning of a a lot of spending a lot of spending by the government a lot of spending by the people cars were becoming more prevalent the jobs, everyone, you know, the unemployment was real low. Um, the uh, a lot of people working, and with the, with the automobile and the Model T and everything, you didn't have to work in cities. People could actually move, and they could, you know, do what they had to do to get the jobs. They could drive. The spending, uh, people started using credit to buy stuff. There was new, new and different inventions. Electricity was coming more prevalent. You know, the the country was becoming electrified in the sense that you know you're getting electricity in houses and buildings and so on and so forth so people were really spending a lot of money and then they started using the uh, stock market and buying and to the point where they were actually there was people that actually the stock market was doing so well that people took out loans to buy stock in various companies um with the idea that you can't lose look at the stock market it's going crazy you can't lose um you know, so they were taking out, I don't know the dollar amounts, but, you know, back then 100 bucks was a lot of money. So, you know, they were probably taking out $100, $200, $1,000 loans to buy stock in, you know, whatever companies. Um, well, what happens is, much like now, where we're spending, 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 the government is spending, spending, spending. And, and it's not even to the point where they're spending, 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 but they're giving all this money away to, to you know, Amer- you know to people, to everyone were we're literally literally pissing money away, which is causing inflation. Well, the same thing happened in the 1920s and and it, it wasn't just an American thing. The, the Great Depression was not an American thing. I mean much of us think of it as such, but it was a glo- it was a global thing. And the same thing's happening if you, if you really think about, it. if you look at the history of um, of what happened then, and what ha- what's happening now? It's eerily similar. So you had the First World War ended, and um, and shortly thereafter is when the Spanish flu kind of started, and then like I, like I just said, so you're into the 1920s, people spending, government spending, inflation, hyperinflation. Germany <clears throat> at the time uh, went into hyperinflation, and I can't I I want to say that their money was Essentially, the equivalent a uh, one U.S. dollar was worth. I think it was a million uh, Deutsche marks, whatever the German money was called back then. So you figure if you're a German and you have a million, two million, three million Deutsche marks, it seems like a lot of money to us because you're you're throwing the word million on the backside. But it was literally three dollars in America. So. um the, the money was basically worthless. People might have had all this money, you know, paper money, because it was a situation where Germany was trying to fix itself. So what they were doing was printing money to get out of the situation. America was doing the same thing. But <clears throat> once the loans came due and once everything started coming due, uh, the housing market crashed. People stopped buying cars. People, buy, people stopped buying anything. Um. These, com- these companies that were po- constantly creating stuff for people to buy now had all this inventory and nobody was buying anything because the money was worthless. Or things cost so much that you might have had what you thought was a lot of money, but <clears throat> it really wasn't worth anything. So what happened in Germany was <laughs> the way out of it basically was they voted in Hitler. Um, and you know, the rest you, you kind of know in that, in that case, um, in America, what we did was we voted in FDR and he created the the great new deal, um, which ideally it, it worked, but essentially what it was, was they got us in, you know, Germany did its thing. And you guys know, as far as the Jews and on all that stuff, and for the most part, America was gonna stay out of it until the you know, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor and then they were kinda of like, okay, well we gotta we gotta do what we gotta do to get into this mix. The thing that worries me is there's a lot of similarities from a hundred years ago to today. If you really if you really sit there and look, if you if you look up the Spanish flu, how it started, where it started how it spread, the percentages of the death rate, the <laughs> infectious rate. I mean, the numbers, obviously the numbers aren't mirrored, if, but if you look at the percentages, the percentages are quite shocking. I think the death rate was a point oh eight, similar to what the uh, COVID numbers are. Obviously, the overall numbers are a lot different because um, the population was a lot lower back then. But um, we've talked about in the past it, on one of our shows where we did a, uh, a two-part show about the uh, the Great Reset and the NWO and who we believe is controlling this. Like we talk about China and we talk about Biden and we talk about all these people, but they're just figureheads. They're just faces that you see. Uh, it's these are the names that you don't know are controlling this, and these are the same names that were involved back in the early 1900s. These are the same names that were involved in World War II. Hell, these were the same names that were involved in the Civil War. So you've got to when are people going to start looking at those names and those people? The the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. These these are the people that are that are controlling everything and they're you know we know Jim we or we've heard the name George Soros we don't know him it's like he comes and hangs out but everyone knows that name you know Bill Gates you know these these are just players that are being controlled by the names you don't know and um it seems like they always try to do you you got to think we talked about it in one of the shows where the Rothschilds you know as the family members Came out of Europe, and, and um, they were involved with the revolution, the civil war, World War One, World War Two, so on and so forth. And you got to ask the question: Is it a situation where they do these things? Is this you know? We talked about COVID, and we played the video of uh, Schwab. You know, <clears throat> it's time for a great reset. Blah blah blah. Well we we think okay well how are they going to do this we'd say okay well in 1929 when the uh, when the uh, stock, mar- stock market crashed which a lot of people feel are you know that's whenever you talk about the great depression that's your your focus it's okay in october of uh <laughs> almost say 2029 in 1929 in october you had black thursday the stock market crashed cuz people that had bought a shit ton of stock Saw the trends, and they sold. Well, in the stock market crashed. Thus, that is the what everyone will tell you if you ask just a random person on the street how you know what happened. What was the Great Depression? How did it start? That a lot of them will give you that date. They'll tell you it was 1929. The stock market crashed. You know, blah blah blah. Well, in a retrospect, it actually probably started more in like 1918 with the Spanish flu, because like I said. They, uh... Shit. That's good. Um... They, uh... Um... Sorry, I just got a thing come across on News with was another explosion in Kabul. So, uh, I guess we'll have to see what's going on with that. Um, You had the Spanish flu. So, it like I said, it shut down the economy. Shut down this. Stay at home. Wear your mask. And, it, like I said, it wasn't an American thing. It was, it was across the globe. Fast, you know, and then you go into a wartime situation. So, you had um the pandemic you know back then ended in 1920 uh to get the economy going they dumped all this money into whatever to try and get people doing what we're doing now we're trying to get the economy going we're dumping all this money into the into people's pockets to spend 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 to try and pump the economy up but what we're really only doing is causing inflation go buy a gallon of milk if you if you don't already know go buy you know anything go buy gas go buy this go buy that it's just expensive because of the fact that we're printing money, printing money. You can't just... If it's not backed, it's not worth anything. The um, <clears throat> What's going to end up happening, what what the idea is, if if this is the beginning of the Great Reset, it's almost like you got to tear it down and build it up. So you start with the pandemic. So 1918, 1919, you start with the pandemic, Spanish flu. You spend, 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 which causes the stock market to crash, which causes the globe to go broke. The problem was, or, you know, maybe maybe it was part of the plan, I don't know. You had a rise in power in uh, Germany, and then those people over there, Hitler and his, his posse there, you know, started, you know, doing the things that they did by trying to, you know, genocide, trying to rid the world of Jewish people and and create his uh, superior race and so on and so forth. So whether he was a part of that Great Reset or if he was supposed to be a part of it and then he branched out on his own to try and, you know, take over the world himself, I don't know. Obviously, that never happened. But who's to say the plan wasn't for that to happen and then he got a little crazy and, you know... They had to change course and so on and so forth. And then you had, after that, you had the Cold War, which I talked about on the last show. And during that course of that time frame, you had Korea, you had China. There's always something. And I want to believe, I mean, I'm sure there's people in this, in this world that want to rule the world. There's, you know, people in China and Russia and Iran and America that want to be all of China and I want to all be whatever. I think the majority of people though, no matter where you live, they just want to live their life in that country they're born or wherever, whatever. But it's not about, we want the whole world to be China. We want the whole world to be America. We want the whole, we just want to live our lives, but there's other people that want to rule the world, not as an American or a Chinese or Russia or whatever they don't want any of that. They don't they don't want any leaders other than themselves. So ideally by getting rid of um money in general, and you get rid of uh dollar bills and Deutsche Marks and Chinese whatever and Japanese yen and the euro and the ruble and and you get rid of that because you crash everybody's, you know, market and their money and just make it worthless. And then you create your, your own money. So, I I believe, and I, I don't know if we talked about this on the show. Or if me and Chris had just talked about it, but we had talked about the the uh, European Union was basically a uh, test run for the. Uh, the Great Reset and the New World War. So Europe's, you know, I, I don't know how many countries are in Europe, but whatever there is, they, <clears throat> you had, you know, England and France and Spain and Belgium and da-da-da-da-da, Germany, Poland, whatever. And years ago, each one of those countries was its own entity and they had their own money. And, and to go from, you know, Spain to France, you had to cross a border and you had to go through checkpoints, kind of like going to, if, if any of you all have ever been to, say, Canada. If you were to fly to, say, uh, New York to Buffalo, let's just say, and then you drove into Canada, you had to go through a border, you had to go through a checkpoint, they check your ID, check your passports, blah, blah, blah. And it was the same thing, you know, going from, say, Spain to France or France to, you know, Switzerland or whatever. You just couldn't drive. It wasn't like going from Florida to Georgia or whatever. Um, But when they created the, the European Union, it became like that. So you have one whole union, even though each country was still its own entity, but it made it, you know, traveling among through Europe a lot easier, which some people will tell you that's part of the problem that they're having in places like France and England and stuff with terrorists, essentially, because they were able to come from, say, you know, wherever Iran, Iraq, wherever pass through Turkey into um into Europe and then kind of travel through Europe. No bubbles, no troubles. Um, so, my my question is, where I'm where I'm looking at the history of this, is this the beginning of what they tried to do a hundred years ago? And it makes me it makes me wonder personally, is this one of the reasons why? You, you, you forget history. Obviously, you forget history. I wasn't around in 1920. You know, contrary to popular opinion, I'm not that damn old. <laughs> um, but, for what I know of history, I don't recall ever learning about the Spanish Flu. Now, I'm not saying I didn't learn about it, but obviously it didn't stick with me. There's so many other things I've remembered from school. I don't remember that. So... Did they take it out of the history books? Was it not important enough? Or was it something much in the way of what they're doing nowadays by erasing history? Was it something they erased because they knew, you know, let's say I'm in in high school, you know, 30 years ago. Did they say we need to erase that from history because we plan on doing that again and we can't have these fuckers remembering? (laughs) I, I don't know. Who's to say? It just seems like once you start researching some things... And then you say, "Oh wow, there was a there was another influenza global global ah, shit." I can't even freaking talk today. Sorry, there was another global pandemic a hundred years, almost a hundred years to the to the year. I mean, it started in 1918. This one started in 2019. I mean, you're not damn. I mean, and then the initial how do we fight said uh, flu, you know, whatever. The same way they're doing it. They started it now. Mass. Social distancing. Close this down. Close that down. 15 days to spread the uh, stop the spread, which were, what, in 500, 500 and fucking 30-something? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you uh, – it's kind of like, well, that shit, that didn't work because fucking Hitler had to ruin it for everybody. Let's go ahead and wait. If we have to wait 100 years, and so be it. By then, the people that were – they couldn't do it in the 40s or the 50s because – People were still alive that you know, from the twenties, so they were like, Hey, we did this twenty years ago, we can't do this. So by now everyone that could have remembered is gone for the most part. So and if we're not teaching it, then no one's gonna know that it's something that has had occurred. I don't know. You know, I maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Don't I know you guys are saying yeah. I know, I know, I know you guys out there saying yeah. I'm probably crazy. I have been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. And my biggest reason for doing this show about this is, so, God forbid, when it happens, so let's just say if it happens, I can refer back to this. I told you also. I don't want... I, I'd rather be wrong on this situation because if you do your history and look up the Great Depression, um, some people argue that we've had another Great Depression, you know, back in the 70s, back in, you know. But... I don't recall, I've been alive now for 48 years, and I can never recall things being so bad that I had to stand in a soup line or a bread line or a milk line or my mom or my dad having to do that. I don't recall living, living in shanty towns or tent towns. Or Now, I'm not saying that there isn't people that have to do that or there's homeless people, I get it. But back in the 20s, in, I'm sorry, the late 20s, early 30s, when all this was going down, People lost their home homes. I mean, not one or two people. And like you live in a neighborhood now, let's say you live in a neighborhood and there's fifty houses in that neighborhood. It would be an empty neighborhood because the bank you can't pay your bills. And the thing is, is you can't pay your mortgage. The bank comes get your house. Well, that's all fine and dandy. I mean, yeah, that would suck. But the bank's also losing money. It's not like the bank's like, ha 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 you know. Um, I guess the the best thing to do is if if you have the money right now. I mean, and I'm not talking a lot. I mean, if you've if you've got some money laying around. I mean, granted, you, it, I'm, when I say some money, it's got to be a, a substantial amount in the sense that where I'm going to tell you to do is a lot of people will sit there and say, "Oh, you know, if you have any money, you need to hold on to it. If you have any extra cash, you need to hold on to it." I say no. If you have any extra cash, you need to go buy some gold or some silver. Gold prices right now are $1,800 an ounce. Okay? Um, Silver prices are probably, I'm sure, relatively cheaper. Um, $24 an ounce. Platinum is $1,000 an ounce. And palladium is... It's real cheap, twenty four hundred dollars an ounce. So, my my point being is, if you have some extra money, if it's a hundred bucks, if it's a couple hundred bucks, if it's a thousand bucks, if it's a couple thousand bucks, if it's whatever, I would start buying what you can. So, if you have an extra hundred bucks, so if you get paid and you have an extra hundred bucks, go buy a couple ounces of silver. If you have you know money laying around from your from the Joe Biden money. Um, instead of pissing it away and buying a big screen TV, maybe go buy some silver. Maybe you buy an ounce of gold. Maybe you do whatever. Because the reason I'm saying this is because if if this happens, you um, your dollar bill ain't going to be worth shit, but that silver, where it, so let's say it's $24 now, it very well could be $100 an ounce, $200 an ounce. Because as the Dollar, I mean, as the dollar bill becomes less worth, whatever the the gold and the silver increases in value. Unfortunately, so now also, if you are to go and do these things, buy physical gold and silver. And what I mean by that is, you'll see if you watch, you know, different TV stations, whatever, and this person's buying, selling gold, and this person's selling silver, whatever. Um, we could put in an IRA, we could transfer it there. No, buy physical gold and physical silver. You'll know the difference because depending on the company, and I'm not doing an ad for any company because there's a place in town that I can go buy, um, you know, gold and silver, no, no bubbles, no troubles. And I can just put it in a safe. So, um, and the reason I say that is, and it doesn't have to be like gold bars. It don't have to be silver bars. You can get coins and whatever. I'm just, you know, gold is gold ounces. It doesn't matter what it is. The ounces are the same. It doesn't matter if it's in coin form or bar form or whatever. But the reason I'm saying this is if the economy crashes, that gold and silver, um, I don't know about the platinum and palladium. I don't even know how you would go about buying that gold and silver is easier to physically buy. Um, and, and hold on to it. If you have a safe, buy you know. If you don't, maybe buy a safe. You know, if you if you could come into a, a, a small amount of money, you know, co- You know, if you could come into say five thousand dollars and go buy a gun safe. If you have some guns, put them in there. Buy some ammo. Buy some gold or silver, whatever. And just hold on to this stuff because worst case scenario, I'm wrong. Worst case scenario, I'm wrong, and nothing happens. Well, you still have the silver and gold. It's still worth money. You could still turn around and sell it or you start a little bit of retirement fund. You know, whatever. But if I'm right and shit goes in in the hole and you buy, say, $2,000 worth of silver today, well, if what I say, what I believe could happen happens, that $2,000 worth of silver could be worth $10,000, and while everyone else is standing in a bread line or a soup line, you've got, you've got some money. So, and like I said, but please buy physical gold or silver if that's what you're going to do. I'm not sitting here. I'm not doing an ad for any company because I, I, there's wherever you live, you surely have a shop in your town that sells silver or gold. And I'm not saying go into the pawn shop and buy a gold necklace. <laughs> surely there's a coin store. In your town, that's a legitimate coin store. You can go and buy gold and silver in those places. Um, My advice to you is, if you do that, know the price of gold or silver before you go in there. That way, if they try to upsell you, you can hold them to task. So that's just my little my little rant for today. Um, Where I feel like we're going is into a great this. We are literally writing a story. That has already been told, and it was a hundred years ago. And if I'm right, we're so we're in 21 right now. So let's say if it's if the flu was in 1918, this time around it was in 2019. Um, so just add a year. So what we might be looking at is possibly, I mean, if if you go based on history, you're talking uh, a 10 year. Gap between the end of the Spanish flu and the stock market crash. Which kind of catapulted us into the Great Depression. Um, I don't believe they'll wait 10 years. So we're already... we got You know, obviously we're still dealing with this COVID shit. But, you know, Lord Fauci told us... I don't know if anyone caught this. But, uh, oh, it's going to be over by spring of next year. How the fuck you know that is beyond me. But whatever. So let's assume he's right. So spring of 22... We're done COVID's in the history books, and we're living our lives. In the meantime, we've already printed a shit ton of money and gave a shit ton of money out. so we've already kind of started that ball rolling. So I would say you're probably looking at twenty- twenty, twenty five to twenty seven is is the date range. Um, granted, that's you know a possible four to seven year, four to six years from now um i could be long gone from this earth by then um but don't say i didn't warn you ahead of time right now right now if you have a hundred dollars go buy four ounces of silver go to your local coin store and just go in there and say i want to buy four ounces of silver if you have more than that buy more if you can spare it do it because i'm telling you you if you're just going to piss that money away on other shit you might as well go ahead and secure your future and uh, I'm going to go ahead and end it there, guys. Uh, that's really all I have to say. I'm getting information coming across uh, my phone right now about Kabul. And obviously, I'm, I'm, we're all pissed off at this fucking dipshit of a president. And the fact that... Uh, another thing, not to get off on a tangent, but if you fly a flag in your yard, please put it at half-staff if you haven't already done so. Uh, obviously, our president doesn't care enough to, uh, to announce that. But we shouldn't wait on his direction to do that. In honor of these fallen soldiers. And on the next show we will get into more of that shit. Obviously there was another explosion. I don't know who, what, when. I, do, I did see where uh, they had a drone strike. Uh, I want to get more information on that. I got some clips from uh, Oliver North. He was on the Jesse Waters show this weekend. Uh, very interesting take that he has on everything. So I want to play that for you guys and uh wednesday will probably be a little bit longer show um but uh i want to make sure it's a nice good hard hitting piss you off show <laughs> and on that note uh i know i just was trying to pimp silver and, and gold for you but don't forget about our sponsors uh smoothmyballs.com/dtom you get 20% off check them out uh And I I know I just told you to buy silver and gold, but, you know, if you have some extra money, buy a new race or two. (laughs) So, all right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bid you a fair ado. And what I would like for you to do, don't forget uh, to check us out on social media. Don't forget to uh, like and share this content. Tell your friends. If you're you're listening to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on, go ahead and like and share on that. uh, And leave us a comment. Give us a good rating. Um, but I mean, most importantly, let's share this. If you're on, no matter what platform you're listening to us on, if you're on Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Podbeam, or, uh, iHeart, each one of those apps have a share. You can share it to Facebook, share it to your friends, text message them, whatever the case may be. Um, and like I said, go on social media. We're on Facebook and, um, Instagram at don't tread on America and on Twitter at D Tom underscore 1775 check us out on those for goofy shit and some stupid memes and and if you guys want to comment on the show or um, ask any questions or give any give any suggestions or tell us to fuck off, then by all means please do so and um, just leave all your information there so I can uh, cuss you back. No, I'm joking. But um, so on that note fuck this shit i'm out Mm -mm. fuck this shit i'm out no thanks don't mind me i'ma just grab my stuff and leave excuse me please fuck this shit i'm out no fuck this shit i'm out all right guys have a great day and i'll talk to you on wednesday have a great day